Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. Today is January 30th, 2022. We're a little late tonight, the 11 o'clock hour, because my cousin Susan came over today to visit the newborn kittens. And I was working today, so she came over for dinner, and we took kitten pictures, and I got to hold the kittens because I was a little nervous about holding them before uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, I'm having a lot of anxiety with this grandmother business. I've been looking at them, but I hadn't touched them. But today, right, Remo, we got to touch the kittens. Yes. So um, Remo is very chatty because Susan just left, and um, he's like, all right, so let's talk about it, right? So anyway, we had a lot of excitement this week with the kittens being born. I was talking to my friend Carol in the Netherlands around 1138 Thursday morning, and Betty White was sitting on my chest purring away, butting my head, and suddenly she starts to scream, like really howling, totally different than the last last week when she was howling. Um, and I was like, oh, you know, I, I, think, I think she just went into labor. <laughs> and my friend Carol went, I, I think she's in labor too. I said, okay, well, let me, let me hang up and get her into the crate. So I stand up and I walk from my turquoise desk here overlooking Boca Ciega Bay. I walk maybe round the corner to the bathroom and she kind of clutches and howls a couple more times and she kind of goes into these paragasms of what I don't know you know just kind of like oh my god she's having like this thing so I put her down on the floor a couple of shakes and out pops the kitten kitten number one the head I'm like oh my god it came out it's on the floor in front of the bathroom door and uh you know and then she stands up twirls around three times and the rest of the kitten comes out she ministers to it and licks it and hangs out. And then she heads for the crate because, you know, that's her little home. And uh, I'm like, you can leave the kitten behind? Uh, <laughs> so I pick the kitten up in a blanket, you know, a towel, and kind of carry it over to the crate. It crawls over, latches on, starts to go. The next kitten's out at 12.08. The next kitten's out at 12.20. I had a lesson with one of my students. I finished the lesson. I went in. And all five of them were born. So we have three boys, two girls, two cats without tails, uh, because Mama Betty White has no tail. She is a Manx, M-A-N-X. Apparently that's the kind of cat that doesn't have a tail. They have a little stub that wiggles. So two of them have stubs, uh, one gray and one white and tan. And the black and white came out first. And then there's uh, there's three stripes. Uh, One's a boy and two's. There are two's a boy and one's a girl. One has a fat tail, one has a thin tail, and one's the girl. <laughs> so kittens have arrived, so it's all good. Um, and, yeah, Betty White's doing great. I'm doing great. She's eating like a wild woman. Um, she's a great mom hanging out in the crate. We've cleaned it, you know. It wasn't that bloody, but there definitely was blood on my bathroom floor and blood on my heel where the kitten came out right by my feet. So it was quite the... Uh, Quite the Saturn on the Ascendant, Jupiter on the Moon experience for me this week. New beginnings, new beginnings, new beginnings. This week we also have, so Betty's doing well, I'm doing well, Remo's doing well, the kittens are cute. Susan and I held them, she sexed them tonight when she came over. I fed her some dinner, we just finished hanging out, she just headed for home. So that's why the show is late, Uh, finding out what kind of kittens Betty had. Three boys, two girls. (sighs) So much fun. So anyway, this week ahead, we have Mercury stationing to turn direct, which is at that point 
When he turns direct, he's turning direct on February 3rd at 24 Capricorn, right next to Pluto, just kind of sitting right there, right next to Pluto. He's going to station to turn direct, and he is forward motion after that, at which point every planet in the heavens are forward full steam ahead until we get to May, which means uh, February, March, April. From the first part of May or 90 miles an hour, you're going to find all the planets forward motion ready to go. We have Mars in Capricorn. We have the Moon in We have Venus in Capricorn. We have Mercury in Capricorn. The personal planets are in Capricorn, and they want to get the job done. They want to get things up, running, and rolling. Last week, the nodes shifted into uh, Taurus and Scorpio. So the Capricorn planets, especially Mercury, because he's stationing at uh, he's stationing at 24. They're trining that north, those north nodes. Pluto is trining the north node in Taurus because he's, he's at 26. So there's a lot of energy in the heavens about, okay, all the stuff we've been talking about, we've been thinking about, we've been working on, full steam ahead, ready to roll because the nodes are active, a lot of energy. Ceres is also on the north node in Taurus this week. And she is, of course, in Earth, and so she's very much about let's get it done, let's get it built, let's get it going. And she's going to be on the North Node on the 31st. So there's a lot of energy about pushing that energy forward with Venus direct, Mercury direct, Mars direct, Pluto's direct, uh, Juno, <laughs> Juno's direct, Vesta is, in, is also direct in Earth. So there's all this Earth energy saying, let's go, let's go, let's go. So your job with this, this energy is to kind of go, all right, there's a lot of going. It's also Capricorn. It wants you to be practical, reliable, dependable. It does tend to work a lot. Capricorn planets work a lot. So the energy is very much about let's get the work done. Let's go. Let's go. So kind of as you're working with this energy over this next uh, four months until we have our retrograde in May, just kind of know you're just going to feel like the pace picks up. And because the planets are in Earth signs, there's much more practical energy, practical application. The nodes for a year and a half were in Gemini and Sagittarius, where we talked a lot. We chatted. We communicated. We had our differences, your differences, my beliefs, your beliefs. Now the North Node's in Taurus. It does not, Taurus, Taurus, think the bull, think the cow, think the steady oxen plowing the fields back before we had tractors. Taurus nodes are workhorse nodes. They get a lot of stuff done. Think back to what was going on in your life in 2003 when the nodes were last in Taurus. Think about what was going on in your life back in 1984. Think about what was going on back on your life in 1965. We had a lot of civil rights legislation passed then. We're looking at voting rights. We're looking at legislation about how do we improve North Node the value, the importance, how we grow, what we love, what's, what are we giving our value to? North Node in Taurus is a value statement. So we are all being asked to think about our values and put our actions to match our words. Mercury's in Capricorn. He's going to say to you, you've got to have your actions walk your talk. Actions speak louder than words. Mercury in Capricorn Venus in Capricorn, retrograde. Remember, she's still retrograde. I mean, she went direct last week on the 29th, but she still has to clear her retrograde shadow 
that she's going to be in until March 6th. Last week, Mars went into Capricorn. The two of them are kind of dancing together in the sky, and they go into Aquarius on March 5th when they then meet up with the conjunction of the Jupiter and Saturn that took place in December of 2020. Now remember, when outer planets meet, like we're going to always be paying attention to 22 Capricorn for a long time because that was where Saturn and Jupiter and and Pluto met for the COVID. Jupiter and Saturn met at zero Aquarius on December 20th. That remains a hot point for 20 years. And so when Mars and Venus come to that on March 6th, they're going to push stuff forward. They're going to bring things out into the world. So we're watching all these planets getting ready to build things, to go, to structure. And, of course, we did pass the infrastructure bill here in the States. So we're going to start seeing improvements in our physical plant. Taurus is our physical stuff, right? So we're going to, and in your own life, where is Taurus? Where the nodes are going to go backwards through the Taurus house in your chart, because remember, nodes go backwards, but go find that house, because that chart is going to want to build stuff. It's going to want to create. And this is the week when we really start to feel it, because all the planets are direct, all of the dilly-dallying is over, you should have it clear, you might not know exactly where you're going, but you're on the road, right? And so you may not know all the directions. You may not have, you know, last year I was going, what's your vision? What's your vision? What's your vision? You might go, I'm not really 100% clear of the vision, Anne. I'm like, okay, it doesn't matter. We're getting in the car and we're leaving. We're going. We're going now. So there's an energy of going now that's very, very strong. We also have Mars out of bounds, which is a little bit difficult because Mars out of bounds in Capricorn tends to be a little more assertive when he's out of bounds. Things can go a little aggressive or a little strong but we also have this new moon that we're going to have on the first on tuesday which is going to take place at 12:45 a.m in washington dc so tomorrow night we're going to have a new moon uh webinar um which i do every month now the issue is and the website's under development because we're working on the school so when you go to the website you're not going to see the new moon webinar there if you are hi remo if you're signed up for my newsletter, you'll get a newsletter with a link. And it will also be on Facebook. It will also be on Twitter. And it will also be on Instagram. But right now you're not going to be able to get the website because we're probably not going to have it back open by tomorrow because we're working on it on the retrograde, of course. But there's a new moon webinar on Monday night, 730, tomorrow night, the 1st. And the new moon takes place uh, bright and early on the 31st. The new moon takes place bright and early on February 1st. Now, this is the new moon. It's the Chinese New Year or the Asian New Year. quarter of the world celebrates this as their new year. The rest of us celebrate January 1st. So this new year has Saturn on a world point at 15 Aquarius, Jupiter at 7 Pisces on a world point. So there's a lot of focus on the direction that we're headed in. Saturn, of course, the structures, he's now halfway through. His journey in Aquarius, he is in new territory. So all last year he danced around, he got as high as 13, but now he's in new territory. So he is in intense, focused, building mode, and all of those Capricorn planets, Mars, Vesta, Venus, Mercury, Pluto, and Juno, report to him. So it's a very intense, passionate energy as we're working with this new moon. 
Then on February 1st, Juno is going to go into Aquarius. So she is going to zap that zero Saturn, Jupiter zero Aquarius point from December of 2020. And she's going to say, how are you partnering? What are you partnering with? So that will happen after the new moon. A lot of emphasis on partnering. And then on March 6th, when Venus and Mars get there, they're going to say, this is the action, Mars, we're taking to Venus, get what we want. So this whole month, the whole month of February, is a setup for when Venus and Mars get to zero Aquarius and activate that Saturn-Jupiter point. And the reason we're watching this is because the idea, we've had these Mercury retrograde, we have Venus retrograde, they still have to clear their shadows. Venus does not clear her shadow until she gets into Aquarius because she got all the way to the end and she got to like 28 or something. But Mercury, also 24, he's now going to go forward into Aquarius. So the energy is very much about activation, go, fast, quick, solid, steady, reliable, dependable, Mars out of bounds. Mars out of bounds just goes... I am following my own rules. I have my own regulations. I know what you'd like me to do, but this is what I'm going to do. And, of course, he's answering to an out, a Saturn on a world point. So we do know there's going to be world events. Of course, this is the year of the um, water tiger. We're leaving behind the year of the ox. Oxes hang out in the barnyard or in the field. They plow the field. They work. Steady Eddie. No big issue, unless you get them mad and then they charge you. But usually that's a matador. He's poked it a couple times. You know, Ferdinand the Bill didn't want to, Ferdinand the Bull did not want to fight. But we go into the tiger, the year of the water tiger on the new moon. Water tigers are fierce. They're passionate. They have an intensity to them. Uh, and, of course, think of tigers. I mean, I have, a, I have five little tigers in my back room. They all have little claws. Little tiny kittens, but they all have claws. And uh, Mama, Mama Tiger. My cousin has a dog named Sandy, so Sandy came. Sandy's fast. Sandy's a quick little mini. She's a mini pincher. So she kind of zipped into the room, and all of a sudden, Betty White's going. And and my cousin's like, I think I think she got in here. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, I think she followed me in. You know, they're passionate. Tigers are passionate. You know, they're very nice. They purr when they're happy. But they also are passionate, intense hunters, pouncing. So think tiger energy all year long. Think flowing energy because it's a water tiger, flowing energy all year long. So it's an interesting week that we have ahead of us as we set this up. And once all the planets are going direct, I can't tell you how fast it's going to feel like things fly because everybody's forward, everybody's talking to each other, there are very few fights in the sky going on right now. On this, uh, on this new moon that we have up in the heavens, when we look at the aspects, there's like nothing up there. There's no fighting. The only thing that's up there is the Grand Cross, which is in, and that's tied to the DC chart, which is tied to the Saturn, Uranus, Sun, Moon. And it's really just a square. It's like action. There's a couple of stelliums, which are, clumps of planets that work together and that's it the planets are largely cooperating with each other there isn't a lot of contention up there now mind you they're cooperating with their own tribe they're not necessarily 
cooperating with other people that aren't their friends or aren't their shared interest, but they're focused on their own shared interests. So that's why it's important for you to be really clear what you're shared, what you want, where you're going. And as Mercury stations, he's stationing right on Pluto. So people are going to be very passionate about their viewpoint, and that's great. And also we're going to be looking with, we're going to be working with triangles, we're going to be working with partners, we're going to be understanding stuff. And of course, we now have a Supreme Court justice opening with uh, Justice Breyer setting down, stepping down. And I, you know, I've been watching all this stuff about you're only going to appoint a black woman, blah blah. blah. And I, you know, I don't know who it was. It was one of the shows I listened to, and they were like, you know, the Republicans had three chances. They plant they appointed two white guys and a white woman. Why are they giving us a hard time about this? So, you know, it's that kind of energy. It's a little contentious, but people are believing what they want to believe. We're also going to have Mars this week in Capricorn come to sextile Jupiter in Pisces. So Jupiter in Pisces says, this is how I'm going to take action on my dream. This is where I'm going. This is what I think is important to me. So there's a lot of energy that's positive, that's flowing, that's forward motion, uh, and we're going to be looking at how we're going to be partnering. As Ceres hits that north node, we're going to be looking at how we're going to be creating. As Mercury stations to grow direct, all the planets forward motion, and a number of them are marching forward in Capricorn. Capricorn gets the job done. If you know any Capricorns, you know how hard they work, you know how passionate they are, you know how dedicated they are to things, and they have this real strong forward motion energy going on this week. So it's an interesting week and basically pretty good. I mean, I'm looking at it, I'm going, you know, we've got some world points, we've got some big world events, but we also have a lot of stuff around people focusing on what their purpose and intention is. The early Capricorn planets are trining Uranus in Taurus. Uranus in Taurus says, I want to change things. Now, he's still working with the energy. He hasn't gone past where he was last June. So we still aren't quite in new territory with Uranus, but we are with Saturn. And the two of them were talking all last year, getting us ready for the changes of the year ahead. So let's talk specifically about what's going on. We have um, the sun is moving through Aquarius, and he's right now at 9, and he's going to get to 16 by the end of the month, the end of the week. And so he meets up with, uh, he squares Uranus on the 30th today, which was kind of a breakthrough, seeing things. He does have parallels by declination, meaning he's working with Saturn and Venus, so even though he's in Aquarius, he's working with those two planets. He's working with Saturn because he's next to him. But he's working with Venus and Capricorn. So they're all kind of cooperating and talking together. And then the sun meets up with Saturn on the 4th. At that point, which is the 4th being um, Thursday, Friday, you're going to feel restrictions get lifted. And you're going to feel like, okay, intellectually I've been working on this, but now I'm going past Saturn and the sun will also be at a world point at 1556. Uh, so there's a lot of energy of, okay, we're seeing this, we're working with it. So it's a fast-moving energy, wants to get us moving forward. And the sun in Aquarius always does have a big picture. It's always about a community or a group. So you're thinking about the Supreme Court. It's a group of, group of nine people that hang out. They get lifetime appointments. They work for the greater good of the community what their vision of community is. So it's an interesting 
energy to be picking a Supreme Court justice under. Mercury, as I mentioned, is stopped in the sky. When a planet stops, we know the three days, when a minor planet, an interior, an inferior, you know, a planet that's between Earth and the Sun, Venus and Mercury, when they stop, we generally feel it about three days. So Mercury is stationing on February 3rd, which means we're feeling it now, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Uh, and then he stations to go direct on February 3rd, and then we feel it the three days after, you know, the 4th, the 5th, the 6th. So basically Mercury is stopped this week. Yes, that does mean communication stuff. Mercury is also stopped right next to Pluto. So that means communication stuff with triangles, power dynamics. Remember, he's been retrograde, right? So he's coming for the third pass through the same section of sky. So part one makes you aware of it. Part two makes you get the details on it when he goes backwards. And now as he goes forward into part three, he's going to be telling some secrets. With Mercury still in his shadow, you can be hearing from your ghosts. You can be hearing from people from the past. You can be hearing, you can be finding out things because Mercury is in Capricorn, physical stuff, emails, paper. You know, it's, it's documented. You know? There's a piece of paper that has it on it. And it's next to Pluto. So Pluto is always about power, power dynamics, passions. So we're going to watch for power dynamics and communication papers around that. Mercury does not get to Pluto yet. He just turns direct. He'll catch Pluto in a couple of weeks. But he is stopping and turning at 24, which is going to activate the uh, Jupiter-Pluto conjunctions from 2020 when the two of them met up three times, Uh, the earlier two were, well, there were three Jupiter-Pluto conjunctions in 2020, and so Mercury is stationing on those. And, of course, that was uh, election stuff, so we can expect all sorts of papers and Pluto to find out the triangle energy. Uh, Venus enters, she meets up with Vesta on the first because she's going forward, and she and Vesta are going to make your house pretty or going to make your body pretty or going to talk to you about how do we change these things to make it better. Mars is, and she's just kind of slowly moving. She's not going very fast. She's kind of puttering along, not not a fast week for Venus because, remember, she just went direct last week on the 29th, on Saturday. So she's moving very slowly. Mars this week is zipping along between, he's at four uh Capricorn, he's going up to 10. The beginning part of the week, he has what are called biquintiles on the 30th and the 31st, and also on the nept on the 6th. So Mars in a, what's called a biquintile, that's a harmonious aspect of accomplishing things. And remember, he's talking to the node of fate. He's talking to Ceres, who are both joined on the Capricorn North node. So Mars is going to talk to them and say, hey, I have a plan for you guys. And even though he's not, he's way back at five, he is out of bounds. So whatever he says to the North Node in series, he's going to be encouraging them to move forward with his ideas. And remember, Mars in Capricorn is what we call exalted. He loves to be in Capricorn. He's strategic. He has a plan. He know, He's not a hothead. He knows how to do it. He takes strategy into consideration. Remember, Saturn is on a world point right now. The sun and moon are in Aquarius. 
answering to Saturn. So he's going to be strategic in his approaches. He also has a sextile to Jupiter on the 4th where he's going to push things forward in a new way and say, okay, this is earth and water. We're going to make mud. We're going to grow things. So a lot of energy, positive energy with Mars this week. Love it when Mars is in a good mood. Makes me happy because when Mars is in a bad mood, <laughs> you know, it's not a, not a pretty picture. Uranus this week has a trine to Vesta, again, changing your home, adjusting your energy. Um, she's moving, Uranus is moving slowly. It's basically hanging out at 10. But it also has a semi-square to Athena, uh, which is I have this strategy, this plan, this vision of how I'm going to move forward. You might not like it. So semi-squares give us a little bit of stress. But remember, this is not something you haven't heard already. Uranus was at 10 earlier in the spring of last year. So you've already run, this idea has already been run up the flagpole. There was a point in time when I worked at Pepsi and we were doing a presentation, and the president uh, was pretty blunt. And he goes, okay, so take this back, and I don't want to see it again. I don't want you to bring it back dressed in another dress. The answer was no. The answer is still no. Don't gussy it up. So there's an energy of a no, but it's an energy of a no that is not unfamiliar to you. And it's not going to fly. It's not that it can't fly, but right now under these conditions, not happening. So, you know. Keep your counsel. Maybe you're going to go back to it. Not saying it's dead in the water because it's not, but it's not active right now. Pluto, sextiles Athena. So he's saying pay attention to your strategy. You know, Uranus has got a semi-square to Athena, but Pluto is saying, you know, let's talk about how to do this. We can do this. We just have to be strategic in our approach. Um, Hi, baby. Uh, Vesta has a change, changing your environment. Juno is working very positively and collaboratively with the nodes of fate right before she shifts into Aquarius on February 1st. And, of course, Ceres is going into meeting up with the North Node on January 31st. But Ceres and the North Node are traveling together. Ceres, of course, in Taurus is springtime, wanting to make things happen. When we look at the moons this week, today the moon's in Cap, and it will be in Capricorn uh, today. It went void at 11.44. It will go void in a few minutes at 11.44 p.m. It goes void with the conjunction to Pluto. It's void until 4.43, Monday the 31st, when it goes into Aquarius. And then we're in Aquarius moon, uh, Monday the 31st. Get my calendar up here. Hang on one second. Uh, and then the moon goes into, um, we have the new moon at 12.46 a.m. Tuesday morning, right after midnight goes void at 6.01 a.m. Now, one of the things that happens, because we have a lot of planets and new signs, we can have long void moons. So the moon is void all day Tuesday, and it goes into Pisces on Wednesday uh, at 6 a.m., Wednesday the 2nd. So it's void at 6.01 Tuesday. So that's a busy day, full moon, new moon rather, but then a void, right? So uh, moon in Pisces Wednesday, Thursday, Friday goes void at 4.41 with a sextile to Pluto. Again, a productive new moon, right? So it's productive in energy. Moon meets up Saturn as the closing aspect for the, the new moon, which is commitment. I'm making a commitment. Uh, moon in Pisces goes void at 4.41 a.m. on the 4th and goes into Aries on 9.57 a.m. on the 4th. And it's in Aries Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 
going void at 1221 with a square to Pluto. It's void all day the 6th from 221 p.m. to 552 p.m. when it goes into Taurus. The Taurus moon is nice and juicy. It's uh, Sunday night, Monday the 7th, the 8th, going void at 1148 p.m. at midnight, you know, quarter of midnight on the 8th. And that going void is the moon in Taurus has a trine to Pluto. So the moons are pretty nice. The, the Friday, Saturday moon has a hard aspect. So it's a separating, or you know, it's a, I don't want to do that. No, you can't make me kind of energy. Uh, Donald Blanford Day, the DB Day this week is, hi, baby. The DB Day is the 5th prob- and probably the 4th. But basically the moons are in pretty good condition this this week. Uh, they're in working aspects, and they're in signs they pretty much like around the vision for the new energy, the vision for the tiger moon coming in, that flowing, fertile, abundant, creative, fierce, passionate energy. So hopefully that gives you some idea about how to work with the energy of the week. We are going to have the new moon webinar on Monday the 31st at 7.30. If you're on the newsletter, you will receive the newsletter with the link. I'll also be putting it out on Facebook on my and on my Instagram, on my Twitter. I apologize, the website's down. We're renovating, we're renovating, <laughs> and we're renovating. It's all good. So wishing you a wonderful, wonderful week. I'm going to go play with Betty White and her babies, and uh, Remo is, you know, a happy guy. We're all hanging out well down here on Boca Sea. It was a little cold, a little cold. It's 40 or 50, a little chilly out there, but don't have the feats of snow like we do up in New York. Uh, so wishing all of you that are snowed in a nice, cozy, little, cuddly cup of tea, and wishing you all a good week for January 30th of, of 2022. Goodbye. Have a great, great day. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.